Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 153. And away. We go. Step up to the break. We got MJP and Green Man. It's the brain and champion chip team. From my land to Japan and everywhere in between. Get the up-to-date news on the wrestling scene. So take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We about to go live. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 153 of A Shot of Wrestling. I'm your host, at Michael J. Party. We have a special episode for you this week. we got a full house. Woo! Best... <laughs> yeah, we do, baby. My best friend's back. That's right, it's baby. Right. <laughs> it's Mar- me. He's talking about me. He's talking about? Mark Schwann. Mark Schwann. Whoa, whoa, There we go. Whoa, See, I knew whoa. what he was talking about. Are you kidding me? Dude, we, we, we have a bond. Fuck your bond, you, bro. Your bros. You it's been a while. I I'm you. his brother. How you, you been? I'm doing great, man. How you doing? Not bad. Welcome back. This ah, is thank you. Thank you for having me. Now you're in my house. I know. Now I'm back in your house. So we're back to normal. Yeah. It's so, fucking um, crazy. How was the trip? It was fine. Easier than yours. Yes. I mean, I feel like I passed <laughs> two times. Oh, get lost. <laughs> Yonkers is not that bad. And it's a special Wait episode. a second. You live in Yonkers? I live in Yonkers. Oh. The, the good part of Yonkers, of course. Is there a good part of the, Yonkers? There is a great part of Yonkers. <laughs> and that's where I live. Oh, my gosh. You you remember back in the day <sighs> where... Uh, I didn't introduce described... you. Shut up. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a second. You remember... So I didn't... Ba- go ahead. Go ahead. Introduce me, damn it. That was my best friend here. He's ignoring you. You know that, right? But, uh, <laughs> I think Green Man's lost. Green Man wandered into the studio drunk off his ass. Green Man, uh, what are you doing here? Let me tell you something, brother. The green one... Is here. The face of the franchise. It's been a long time. You've needed me for such a long time. And finally, I am gracing you with my presence. I love you, my people. But listen, let's go back to Yonkers and the good part of Yonkers. There's yeah. no good part of Yonkers. You haven't been to There's my part There's no yet. good part of Yonkers. What part of, of Yonkers all? have you been to? And then? when uh, back in the day where uh, Bret Hart was describing the WWF and the USA as the toilet bowl. Oh, the United right. States, yeah, I, I see he doing. really met Yonkers. You know, I'm not from Yonkers, so you're not really digging at me, but I do I do enjoy where I live. <laughs> Beautiful It's pretty Schwan, that's Thank what they call you? you? Beautiful area. That's what they call you, huh? Schwan. I mean, that is my name. I don't even know. That's how how do you spell that? C-H-O-U-E-N. Oh, aren't you fancy? Ain't I great? <laughs> <laughs> See, this is a Hollywood saying. He, I got to be honest. This motherfucker has a fucking driver outside in a fucking Mercedes Benz. What's his name? Pepe? I mean, Carlos? I don't even know his name. It changes every time. <laughs> this guy, man. Hey, this hey, guy. guys. What's up? You're going to yell. Back up for the microphone. <laughs> uh, fine, fine. It's my first time in the podcast in 2019. I don't know how to do this anymore. <laughs> He's a lost I, soul. I think, I think first time in 2018, too, right? Oh, shit, yeah. It's, Let's start it's the show. Like we always start the show. This week's Wrestling Replay, St. Valentine's Massacre in your house, February 14th, 1999. The Pyramid in Memphis, Tennessee, in front of a crowd of 19,028. Gold Dust defeated Blue Dust in three minutes, four seconds. I don't even remember that. Bob Holly defeated Al Snow on the banks of the Mississippi River to win the vacated Hardcore Championship in nine minutes, 59 seconds. 
They need to bring that back. I the, love that shit. Yo, big, that was where you could defend it anywhere. You mm. know what I'm saying? The big boss man defeated Midian in six minutes, 19 seconds. Oh, Midian. Our boys, Jeff Jarrett and Owen Hart, defeated D'Lo Brown and Mark Henry to retain the tag team championships in nine minutes. And yet here in 2019, seconds. Jeff Jarrett is still relevant. That's and right. great. He is great. <laughs> Val Venus defeated Ken Shamrock to win the Intercontinental Championship with Billy Gunn as special guest referee in 15 minutes, 53 seconds. The Corporation, featuring China and Kane, defeated DDX, replacing X-Pac in 14 minutes, 46 seconds. Mankind and The Rock ended in a draw in a last-man-standing match for the WWE Championship in 22 minutes even. And in your main event, Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated Mr. McMahon in a steel cage match to determine the number one contender for the WWE Championship. Sounds like John Cena, right? It's 7 minutes, 56 seconds. That was since Valentine's Day Massacre in your house, slushing by Mark Schwann. Your best friend, apparently. It, it, apparently. apparently, I mean, it, it is. I mean, I've, been, I've been choosing videos to watch during a shot of wrestling for years. The new kid on the block comes here, and you get viewer's choice. I feel like you have a lot of anger towards me right now, Green Man. That's why he's drunk. What are you talking about? I, I, feel, like, I, I feel like you feel like I took your spot. <laughs> You'd be lucky if you took my spot. Ah, I think I heard a nerve there. You feel that? <laughs> I feel. I feel that. So you picked this one. Why did you pick this one? It's Valentine's Day coming up, man. It you know, is. I, I, I had to choose something. Any big plans? Valentine's Day with yes. the uh, missus. She's not the missus yet, but uh, oh, she's the missus. She wears the pants. In the yeah, family, pretty I'm much. Sure. We're gonna go see <laughs> Mean Girls in the city. Oh, nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dinner before, after. Mean after i don't like being pressured with the dinner oh my gosh a, they do they do pressure you yeah, yeah they do yeah, pressure yeah, you yeah, yeah. I, I don't like that feeling yes, you know i, they I rush you i just want to enjoy the sh- i want to enjoy the show you know get get there at my convenience and then afterwards where are you going to dinner you know i don't know go to becco's so becco's in uh on restaurant row near times square beautiful venue and look at me talking like i'm a wrestler venue like beautiful restaurant <laughs> what, like, <laughs> Beautiful restaurant. Oh, you could eat pasta. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I haven't had a good There was an uh, Irish restaurant my family and I used to go to before uh, Broadway shows. Mm-hmm. And there was, they asked you what show were you seeing, what time. Like, okay, we'll make sure you're out by then. So they didn't rush you. They make sure uh, you get 10 minutes before the show starts here to check. Mm. But you know, I, I, it wasn't rushed. It was like more comfortable. Take your time. But here. You, it's oh, like speed way. eating instead yeah. of speed dating. It's I, speed eating. I don't like that because you know what? Here's the thing. Like me and Michelle, we haven't really. Oh, shit. I just dropped her name. Mm. <laughs> uh, we, Michelle McCool. We haven't been out in a while. We haven't enjoyed a date together in a while. We, we've always been go, go, go with all these different things going on. So we really just want to enjoy our time together. So mm. I, I feel like I'd want to just enjoy our dinner and not having to like, rush to go see a show or whatever. It'll like be a that. great date for you guys coming up on uh, February 16th to go to Brooklyn for the LAW show. Yeah, 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 right? And, and they go to see Queens. See you in action. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's awesome. Get her all hot and steamy. My man's a wrestler. I mean, that's my birthday. I mean. Oh, I know. Yeah. Wait, what is going on in Brooklyn, by the way? What are you guys talking about? L-A-W. L-A-W. Brawl in Brooklyn, man. Did you hear last week? His birthday gift. It's my birthday gift. I'm destroy Wait. L-A-W. <laughs> The Thank Delhi you. Sane Squad is presenting you with a gift. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna destroy hey, LAW once re- and for all. You should listen to the show, episode one fifty two. Don't broke it down. His, his birthday gift. Yeah. Wow, very generous, very generous. I, I don't know if Frankie is gonna go down that easy though. Listen, I mean, it is his promotion. <laughs> it is his promotion, but at the end of the day, we do have his belt. So. Oh, well, all right. I mean, I can't argue with that. You can't argue with that. I, I mean, Eric Jaden is the champion. He's the LAW he champion. He, he is the champ. I mean, what good is a promotion without a championship? 
But ask, what is what ask is AEW? What is, Let's get it on. <laughs> <laughs> this past weekend was the Super Bowl. Mark Schwann, you're a big football guy. You went to the bar under your apartment. Four dollars, or you can eat, drink. And oh shit! They're always fucking fabulous. Yeah, in the bad part are Yonkers. That was fabulous. The Super Bowl, not so much, correct? No, not so much. Yeah. I, I hated every single second of it. I, I I never knew what rock bottom felt like until that moment. Ooh. See, I felt the exact opposite because a boring three hour show where nothing happens. I watch Raw every week. I'm used to it. Oh, <laughs> but um, boom. Good night. Got him. I'm here all week. Good night. <laughs> Raw. Raw. Raw is great. Gotta say. Raw was great. Raw is better. Ready? Raw is better in the Super Bowl? Probably. No, Raw is better in the Super Bowl. Yeah. The Super Bowl sucked. Going on the, record. Raw I, is better than the Super Tony Bowl. Tony Romo was the best thing about the Super Bowl. Any fun commercials that stood out to you? Uh, you know what? You know what actually gave me like some goosebumps, actually? It was Anthony Lynn on that Verizon commercial. Yeah, those Verizon commercials were... Oh, my God. That was hard-hitting. Yeah, that was really good. I like that one a I lot. Know, I don't know if it's a commercial, but um, that intro to the halftime show was lit. Am I? Am I? That wasn't commercial, though. No. no, I don't remember. That yes, cool. you are too old to use the word lit. <laughs> I'm too old to use the word lit. It's lit sorry, even a thing guys. anymore? No, no. It's it's like I'm done so now, old right? that I've already. Uh, I'm not even using the word lit appropriately. Yeah. Lit came and ge- came and came went and for gone. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's done. My mother yeah. has this thing where when, we, when children are born, mm-hmm. you're kind of locked into the culture. Of when the kids were born, because you don't know anything about pop culture, because you're, you're so engrossed with your kid, right? So, when Greenman's baby was born. Lit was a thing. So, his defense, he can still use the word lit. There you go. There you go. That's my best friend right there. That's my best friend right there. And that's my best friend right there, Mark. Woo! Hey, fast forward to the end of the show. Uh, the Patriots, of course, no surprise here. One. Mm. So, question to you, BFF, is uh, where's my bottle? You know, if you play back the episode, you never. Agreed to the bet, actually, because you said it wasn't my idea. It was your idea, but then I went along with it. I said, "What happens is then it's the winner's choice of bottle." Yeah, he said, "No, no, no, you have fancy taste, and you never accepted the bet." Technically, oh, so technically, I, so I, see, uh, technically. learning new things about my best friend. He's an asshole. I know. I told you, <laughs> don't trust the Schwan. Schwan, baby, listen, listen, he's I, my best friend. You know, just because I'm a pretty face, just because I'm an actor, doesn't mean I don't know a thing about business. Yeah, but I thought you'd know a thing about friendship. No. Business, friendship, I, know, I, I mean, it's two separate Michael things. Michael you know? I, I, I know a thing about friendship. I can still be your friend. Chivalry. And service. And service. Oh, please. Kiss ass. <laughs> <laughs> the question on everybody's mind about the Super Bowl is, how is halftime heat? The numbers were released. Please. YouTube got 62,300 hits. Facebook, 9,700. And Twitter, 4,000. How are they streamed the whole NXT marathon beforehand? Mm, yeah. So in total... Halftime Heat drew 1.2 million viewers. A lot of people tuned in. Now, as wrestling fans, did you guys like not want to watch the uh, halftime show and tune in to Halftime Heat? No, no, neither. I, I, I was I was really focused. I wanted to see Maroon Five. I didn't want to see I'm Maroon sorry. Five. I, I I didn't care. I, just, I wanted to see Maroon Five. Not those two uh, guys who ruined it. They were horrible, though. No, Big Whoa. Boy did good. Who were those guys? Big Boy did good. He did, but Travis Scott. You know what was Who's Big Boy? I, I don't. Uh, you <laughs> don't even know these people. Outcast? Fucking millennials. Outcast. Oh, that, that's from Outcast. Yeah. Really? I don't know. I'm, I'm in a weird point in my age right now because I'm either too old or too young. Because hmm. everybody around me was like, "Who's Outcast?" And I was like, "Oh hell no!" What? Shaking like a Polaroid picture. What? And that was like even like one of their newer songs. Even <laughs> come on, Outkast, Big Boy. But I don't know, Maroon Five. Lamb. 
The whole Super Bowl sucked. They, from, was, I mean, it wasn't bad. I, I like Maroon 5. I'm a big fan of Maroon 5. But and I, Alistair Black was there singing I don't think, all their hits? It was just weird. That was they awesome. They didn't hit I just hits. caught that reference. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I, I, well played. He was, he was lit. Alistair Black, lead singer of Maroon 5, lit. It's our agreement. Beats a joke to the dead horse. Um, <laughs> today is February 8th, Friday night. Great. Day Mark Schwann giving you a platform right now. Super Bowl 54. Your, your prediction? It's too early to tell, man. So much can happen. Um, it's like saying who's who's going to be the main event at WrestleMania next year. He's asking my prediction, and here here Green Man is taking my spotlight right about now. Well, taking my spotlight now. My He's God, like, Michael J. Putty. Sunglasses. What up? <laughs> Predictions um, so, for Super Bowl. So who will the Patriots face? They'll face the Saints probably if the referees agree. If the referees agree That's with that. What do you mean the referees? Oh, don't bother explaining to him. Oh wait, you're not a football fan, right? No, he's not, not a fan he, of anything. Not a huge one. No, uh, I'm a wrestling fan. I, I can't. I, I live, breathe, and watch wrestling my whole life. That's I mean, all I, I do. I'm a huge wrestling fan myself. Yeah, but... No, that's all I watch. I don't watch anything else. <laughs> nothing that's else funny. exists. Nothing, nothing else matters, brother. So do you watch Total Bellas then? And... Well, yeah, that. that yeah, there we go. That, oh, <laughs> it's the only way. Actually, it's the only way. Like my my, my wife. Actually relates to me in wrestling. She'll me be like, too. So it'd be like, so so did you see Brie Bella and Daniel Bryan? And I'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, I saw that two months ago when it happened. <laughs> so b- by the way, um, so you, so you watched Total Bellas as well. Did they not have an episode for the for the Super Bowl? No, I, no, 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 you don't want to compete. Yeah, I, be, okay, I was smart because I was like, wait, did I am I missing something? Oh, trust me, you didn't miss anything. Oh, okay, yeah. we'll find out how her day with Artemis went. This coming Sunday. Thank God. <laughs> Wait, so you watch too? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, fucking A. Can <laughs> <laughs> we go this? Yeah, of course we do. Oh, Nikki. Speaking the, of divas. The hotter Bella, right? They're both hot. Yeah, I'm, Nikki, I'm, Nikki I'm is, a yeah. Guy. No, I'm, uh, I, I, I'm uh, a Brie guy. I like Yeah, Brie. I like yeah, Brie too. I like, Brie. I like them both. They're both great. Ain't they great? They are. <laughs> they are. <laughs> do kill Nikki or Brie. Do and kill? Yeah. Hmm. Mark? I don't know what Abel's thinking about this. Uh, I, w- I would do uh, a Brie and just kill Nikki. I'm sorry. Okay. Nikki, Bella, I love you, but do marry, Brie's awesome. Do you marry kill Brie, Nikki, Mama Bella? Ooh, Mama Bella's hot. Smoking. Yo, Chicken. Mama Bella is hot for real. I would do Mama Bella. I would kill Nikki Bella. Those of you on live stream, you see Green Man is drunk because he's would... flexing two fingers in his hand. <laughs> You know he's drunk. Is he like gonna pop one of them? Like, <laughs> I just got really excited. I'm gonna pop. Mama Bella. Mama Bella. Yo, she got a good head on her shoulders too. She make money. She makes money. She makes money. She smells like money. I can't do it. I can't be. I need Pete here. I can't do it. Yeah, I love how the Bellas like kind of like act like they grew up with like no money. Clearly, the mom had money. Yo, what do you mean clearly? Yo, she was fucking cheap, What do you, what do you mean clearly? Clear, did you see she their house in Lake Tahoe? I mean, that was their family summer home. That's a lot of dough, my man. I wouldn't know. You would know. I mean, I do it's know. Dough. It's, it's dough. It's dough. It's they didn't dough. grow up broke, man. They didn't grow up eating mac and cheese and spam. I'll but tell you that much. But it wasn't easy for her to maintain that lifestyle. I'm, I'm, and that I, oh, I'm sure it wasn't. Said. I'm sure it wasn't. I'm not denying that. What does she got for us, putty? Quick update for those of you who are watching Celebrity Big Brother. By the way, <laughs> Natalie Eva Marie is on. Oh, she's so hot. She was on the block, nominated for an eviction. She was supposed to be safe. She was supposed to be a fucking pawn. Tom Green decided to change the script last minute. Good old Tom Green. His target was my man Ricky Williams. On in this show? From Miami Dolphins legend Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams on this show, too? Yeah. 
What the fuck? He was his target, but everyone was pissed at Tom Green. So that's why he decided to fuck everybody, change his status last minute, nominate Olympic athlete Lolo Jones. And he said to Natalie Eve Marie, good luck in your future endeavors. Oh. oh. So clearly, clearly, Tom Green's a wrestling fan. So Tom Green hits up at Michael J. Party on <laughs> all your social medias. Get you on the show. Green man, land it for an interview. Oh, let me tell you guys. Uh, we're talking about Do, Marry, Kill. We're talking about the Bellas. We're talking about all pop culture. But... It is sexy February, the sexiest month in a shot of wrestling that has ever had in Already, a ready? really long time. February? More like Feb, you're horny. <laughs> I see what you did there. Let me tell you, last week we had Sizzling Sand Styles and... Ooh, Sizzling that, was correct. That conversation got really hot and heavy. Now, tonight, we're taking it back. You ready to take it back, Schwan, baby? Let's take it back, baby. Let's take it back. Let's do it up. Let's the car take seats. It. Take it back. <laughs> Let's take it retro sexually back with the retrosexual Anthony Green. Tonight Ooh. here on A Shot of Wrestling. Green man, take it away. Family, welcome to another exciting edition of A Shot of Wrestling, the interviews. If you have not done so already, follow us on all forms of social media at A Shot of Wrestling on Facebook and Instagram and Shot of Wrestling No A on Twitter. You can also email us at inbox at shotofwrestling.com or dial it up 619-343-3005 and leave your comments on A Shot of Wrestling hotline. Now we say it time and time again that wrestling brings us together and today is no different. Today, we are joined by the Uncle Jesse of professional wrestling, the new kid on the block, PW's Eyes, own one to watch, and from Danger Town, the retrosexual A.G. Anthony Green. Yo, 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 yo. Honestly, other than uh, I have to say, my favorite inter- introductions always done by Rich Palladino. Mm. Uh, he is a well-known ring announcer in the New England area. He used to ring announce for ECW whenever they would come to town. But I think that introduction is close second. It, it was it was a pleasure. I, I was practicing it in the shower this morning. I'm just walking around. People are thinking are looking at me like I'm crazy. Just saying retrosexual. It just flows out the tongue. I love it. I love it, man. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, the last time we saw each other was at Bree Combination Wrestling in the Bronx last year. Now you face mm-hmm. uh, one of our boys, friends to the show, Eric Jaden. I was a little disappointed though. The Platinum Bunnies did not accompany you th- that night. What happened? I mean, the honeys don't like to leave the house unless they're, uh, you know, making the big bucks. And that night, it was uh, only daddy's opportunity to to leave with the winner's purse. So they <laughs> stayed home. They did Platinum Honey things. I went out. I did my job. Did not come out on top of that match. What are some of the Platinum Honey things that, that, that you have these ladies do? I mean, they, uh, oh man, you're going to get me in trouble. <laughs> they like to watch net. They like, they like to watch Netflix. Ooh. Uh, they like to paint each other's nails. Mm. They like to make sure that my, my tearaway pants are ready to be teared away. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're just, they're just always taking care of me. They, they like to go out and buy snacks for our longer road trips. Ooh, so many questions already. I mean, so first of all, Netflix. Uh, is there a uh, show that you guys like to watch together? Um, currently, 
just started. It's called Slobby's World. Okay. Uh, it is a guy from Tucson, Arizona, who has a 80s and 90s based, almost like a, not a thrift shop, but kind of a thrift shop. It's, it's, a, it's like a high-end thrift shop mm-hmm. uh, with like 80s and 90s toys, video games, sneakers, clothing. We um, started watching that, and uh, we just finished watching the Netflix series You. Uh, which we really enjoyed. Very nice, very nice. Uh, second from that, uh, what is your go-to snack on the road? Ooh, probably have to go with a meat stick or like a, a jerky. Oh, uh, like a kind of like a, almost like, like a, a snap into a slim jim kind of thing. Like, like a thicker slim jim. Huh. I never um, was big on or, those. Or probably those really unhealthy protein cookies. All yeah. right. All right. Nice, nice honeys, uh, nice bunnies uh, getting to work. But I got to tell you, uh, besides them not being there at, at BCW, the rest of the night for you was really entertaining for me. You and Eric did a fantastic job entertaining everyone. And I emphasize the word entertainment because from the moment you came out of that curtain, it was just like you got the crowd going. And I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, which leads me to my first question. Um, you and Eric have something that we like to call a gimmick. Um, a character, and how important do you feel gimmicks and characters are in professional wrestling today? Um, I think right now it's more important than ever. Um, for the longest time, I was kind of just unexplained wrestler in trunks. Didn't really have a character, just happy-go-lucky babyface or, or smug heel, and just really didn't have anything to grasp. When I came through the curtain, nothing was spectacular about me. I was just a uh, a guy that wore a, like a, a jacket and uh, had some nice custom boots. Mm-hmm. Other than that, there's really nothing to me. And this is a world where I'm not as as athletic as Ar Fox, and I'm not as jacked as Brian Cage. So what am I going to do to stand out on the independence to to make it? And right. I think my my character and my charisma, my ability to be unique with my ideas is what's going to get me a step further than just being generic Anthony Green. Mm-hmm. So I do think it's very important. If you look at some of the guys that are doing the best right now in the independence, it is guys like MJF, who is a character, guys like Joey Ryan, who is a character. So I think right now, more than ever, it's very important. Looking back in in your career, through all these years, you were talking about the evolution of you, and you started off as all good Anthony Green. So how did you evolve to who you are today? Honestly, it was like a, like a, like a drop of a hat. I just decided one day, like, I want to make a serious go at this. Um, I talked to a few people in my group chat uh, that have influenced me a lot in pro wrestling, and I told them my idea. They told me the positives and negatives of, of doing it. And I saw more positives than I saw negatives. The, the negatives were, you will never be a main event guy mm-hmm. with this character, but I think you can make a lot of money with this character. So the, the, the example was, I won't be a top guy. Well, what we do is obviously a predetermined sport. Uh, wins are fake. Main events are fake. Championships are fake. So I guess the only way to define success, and if you're a top guy, is by money. So if I'm making money, then in my head, I'm a top guy. 
I don't need to be the main event every show, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I, mean, I, I kind of explain it like that. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of one of our personal favorites on the show, Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase, who never was, you know, the WWF champion or, you know, the the top guy. But he, he's very well – he's a legend. He's well known. He, yep. You know, his character, you know, translated through different barriers and languages like you understood him, you know? Yeah, Absolutely. You've had a, quite a year, 2018. I mean, if, if you would have looked in 2017 and said, you know, this is what I plan ahead for 2018, do, did you anticipate all the shows that you'd be doing? Because this was your busiest year. And on top of that, you ended with, you know, being on PWI's Top 500. How did that come around? Who told you about it? And who did you share the news with first? Um, so I did not expect to have the 2018 that I had. Um, I knew I wanted to try this new character and I basically said, well, if, if this doesn't work, I'll just try something else. And luckily for me, uh, it, it worked out really well. So yeah, I definitely didn't expect to have the year that, uh, was, I guess that came about. Um, I didn't know if the retrosexual idea was going to work. As a matter of fact, I started just taking any booking I could to basically establish, like, hey, this is me now. Hey, this is me now. Mm-hmm. Especially because it was tougher at a lot of the places that I was already working. Like, hey, you know, this is what I want to do. And being able to, like, transform that uh, without it seem, seeming weird or just out of nowhere. Right. So Brady Hicks, uh, another podcast, In the Room is the name of it. He helps with Pro Wrestling Illustrated. He is a, a writer. Okay. Um, with the magazine and the website. And he was the one that said that the last he heard that I may have made the list. So without, uh, without a second guess, I just kind of purchased the online edition uh-huh. and uh, saw that I made number 477 in the PWI 500. And I immediately told my girlfriend, I was the first person that I told. Wow. Uh, what did she say? What, you know, how was the moment? Oh, she- she was super excited for me. I then told other people who just wanted to know if they also made it. <laughs> now, do you find do you find that there's now um, a lot of weight on your shoulders going into 2019 to make the list again? Honestly, if this year was as good, this past year was as good as it was. I think this year's only going to get better. So I'm I'm fairly confident that I'll make the PWI 500 again, and I think I'll I'll definitely do better. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned you, your girlfriend, you know, mm-hmm. one of the platinum bunnies. How do you, how are you dating someone in the business? What are the benefits or maybe disadvantages of dating someone in the business? The benefit is that she definitely understands like when I'm traveling a lot more, why I can't see her on the weekends. And also positive is half of the time it's I'm with her anyways on the weekends. It's mm-hmm. just, for wrestling and not for like personal uh, reasons but the negative is that we do collide heads a lot when i try to help her sometimes i don't think she wants to hear it from me Mm -hmm. um that's probably like the only like major issue but most of the time like we both understand so we're both very hard-headed so and with a schedule like you guys have, how do you keep the romance alive? Like, is there a, a usual date night um, once a month you guys do or a dinner you guys go out on? Um, we try. It's not always feasible. So a lot of the times, like, we're always hanging out anyway. 
I, I think that's enough. I think as long as it's her and I time, she's okay with it. Mm-hmm. Valentine's is right around the corner. Do you have sure any plans? Is. Or am I just breaking the news to you that you need to get something? I think you just broke the news to me. No, <laughs> no. Um, we, we definitely will be going out on that Thursday night. Uh, what we are doing yet, I am giving her the option that we can go anywhere she wants. So I'll leave it up to her. What do you think is her favorite restaurant? Ooh. Don't worry. She's not listening to the show. She, she texted me earlier. She said, I don't listen to a shot of wrestling. If I had to guess her favorite, I don't think she has a favorite restaurant as much as I know her favorite food, mm. which is anywhere that has sushi. Oh, sushi girl. Nice. Yes. My type of girl. All right, let's get right back into the wrestling of things. Um, 2018 also was a big uh, year for you with CZW. Now, we've had a lot of people come on the show and talk about the evolution of CZW, and we have listened to many people's perspectives. So I want to hear yours. How's your time with CZW going, and what are the benefits or challenges uh, working with a company that is, one, very established – and two is going through a transition or an evolution. Um. So, first thing that I'd like to say that in the end of 2017, early 2018, I made it a goal of mine to wrestle for CZW. And in late 2017, in October and November, I even drove down and did a couple of the dojo wars just to like kind of be seen. Then... Uh, here comes around April, I start talking to DJ and, uh, he basically said, yes, we want to start using you. Are you available this date? It was June. Um, I wrestled at the house of independence, uh, Great venue. in like in Jersey, in the Jersey shore area, mm-hmm. uh, Asbury park to be exact. And it was in a four way and everything went well. And I, it was just, it was just me by myself, no platinum honeys. And then in July, he asked me to bring them. I brought them with me. And from then on, just kind of like the, the rocket's been strapped to me. And I, I had a really solid uh, second half of 2018 with CZW. Uh, wins over Joey Ryan, Dan O'Hare, Space Monkey. And uh, most recently, my Cage of Death debut, uh, wrestling at the ECW Arena. I have a win over last year's Best of the Best, David Starr. Mm. Um, when it comes to like how things are changing, I think it's changing for the better. In my opinion, I think he's focusing a lot more on characters and story yeah. and, uh, the, the youth and the, and the young talent in professional wrestling. Cause let's be honest right now, there's a lack of star power on the independence. Everyone's getting scooped up. There are contracts being offered left and right, not only in WWE, but now there's all elite wrestling, Lucha underground impact, uh, MLW Ring of Honor is now offering uh, more and more exclusive deals. So the the stars need to be made or everyone's just going to plateau and stay on the same level. So I think it's very important that guys like Jordan Oliver are being, are being pushed harder. Guys like me are getting pushed harder. Jimmy Lloyd, I think, has a future in being a top deathmatch guy. And then there's some guys that have been around for a bit that have just never really shined as bright as they could have, like guys like Alex Reynolds and, and John Silver, mm-hmm. for example. Yeah. So I think I think this is a great time, not only in independent wrestling, but especially CCW, with all the eyes that it does still have on it. 
with that being said, I mean, you, you made a great point. There are a lot of contracts being offered and it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. Because of that, is it a great time to be a wrestler or is the competition so much harder because there are, are so many other wrestlers out there? Um, I think this is the best time to be a pro wrestler on the independence. I don't think you necessarily need to have a contract to make money, uh, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is definitely the, – the industry is definitely up right now, not only for fans but for wrestlers and promoters. I think this is a a real test for every major independent promotion and promotions that want to make it because now you can no longer – kind of have the crutch of oh i can just bring in adam cole and, and he'll help draw the house or we can bring in Dijak and we could bring in keith lee or or this guy or that guy now you have to build your own guys and i think one promotion that has been doing that very well is limitless wrestling based out of maine mm-hmm. um they've brought in the top guys to help build others and now their homegrown guys are the i guess the draw um Bringing in Jack Swagger isn't a draw. Bringing in Paul London or bringing in Ray Phoenix, they're not the draw. Limitless wrestling is the draw now. Gotcha. Um, The culture in the independent scene has also started shifting a little bit. Do you remember when you got introduced to professional wrestling on the indie scene as a fan? I remember the first indie show I ever went to, and it was called USWF, and it was in 1998. Um, yeah, I went to indie shows real early. I guess I didn't really figure out like super indie until my first Ring of Honor show, which was in 2003, which was in Braintree. It was the second year anniversary show. That's crazy. Now we got into the independent scene a little bit later in our fandom. We were always big WWE marks and we didn't explore outside. Um, what was it that got you through the doors of your first indie show? Uh, some friends told me that there was a Ring of Honor show in uh, Braintree, Mass, which is only like 15 minutes from uh, where I was born and lived. And the thing that sold me on it was if you just told me at that point, I had no idea who homicide was. I didn't know who, who Samoa Joe was. I didn't know who really even Jimmy rave was. And those were all mm-hmm. guys that were on like the top of the card, but there was CM Punk. There was AJ Styles. There was Chris Sabin, and there was just incredible. And as uh, a kid that was already watching NWA TNA on Wednesday nights, I knew who AJ Styles was, I knew who Chris Saban, I knew who CM Punk was. So those guys kind of got me through the door. They're the ones that made me go. Now, for any fans out there listening, now you're someone who is in the ring going to all these promoters and promotions. Um, where Where is the best wrestling? Where have you as a worker found the best wrestling to work for? Uh, New England, absolutely. The the Northeast region, and specifically, I think New England is the hotbed of professional wrestling. We have Limitless Wrestling, we have Beyond Wrestling, we have Chaotic Wrestling. Just proof is in the pudding with the the training that we have in this area. When you look at our schools, we have the Chaotic Training Center, also formerly the, it was formerly the Killer Kowalski Training School, and it is now the New England Pro Wrestling Academy. That alone, we've put out Tommaso Ciampa, Kofi Kingston, Oni Lorgan, Donovan Dijak, Flip Gordon, Sasha Banks, Aaron the Idol Stevens, 
uh, formerly uh, Damian Sandow. Then you look at schools like Spike Dudley's Lockup, mm-hmm. who have put out Matt Taven, Vinnie Marcellia, T.K. O'Brien, not to mention the New England Pro Wrestling Academy has also now put out uh, more indie stars like myself and Josh Briggs. Uh, so I, I think the proof is kind of in the pudding with yeah. Yeah, and the area. Yeah, and for the people in the New York City area and being accessible to seeing a lot of you guys come down, you know, you guys are not too far for us to go up, you know. Uh, absolutely not. It's just a short drive. Um, you've, you've been in a lot of locker rooms along your years. You've come across people I'm sure has have influenced you. Who are those mentors? Who are those people that you look up to? And what is that one piece of advice that still sticks with you to this day? Um, guys that have definitely influenced me, uh, Donovan Dijak, Brian Fury, Warbeard Hansen, uh, Scotty Slade has helped me a lot. Um, Mike Pava. And I I think the biggest, the biggest piece of advice is just like, whatever I want to do, just make sure that I commit a hundred percent. Very good. How much wrestling do you watch? I, I find it interesting. You know, you guys are in the business, but you're also traveling a lot. Do you are you still like in tune with you know the main product of like the WWE Impact Wrestling New Japan? So I've never really watched like New Japan, so I've never really like followed it. To be fair, mm-hmm. but like I, I do still watch WWE. I try my best to follow Impact. It's it's not like I'm so busy that I can't watch it. It's just sometimes I forget to watch it. Or uh, like right now, unless I want to watch it on Twitch, I don't even have the capability to watch Impact anymore. I, I do watch a lot of WWE Network. I like to watch all the pay-per-views, a lot of the older stuff. I have the High Spots Network. Uh, so there's plenty of pro wrestling that I do watch. I also watch the Independent Wrestling Network, um, the Indie, or Independent Wrestling TV, formerly Powerbomb TV. So like between those alone, like I'm watching more than enough professional wrestling yeah, every that, every month. That's a decent amount. Um, now, being a wrestler, do you find that you watch it a little bit differently than now than when you were as a fan? Absolutely, but I still definitely have my my fandom moments, and I think I even appreciate those little things more. Now that like I'm in wrestling, mm-hmm. I'll see something like, "Oh my god, I, I can't believe he did that!" Like, yeah, what what a what a unique sell, what a unique <laughs> way to get into that. Right, so you get to appreciate a lot more because you know how. Like if if they make you mark out, then it's like, "Whoa, all right, I'm I'm in on, on this one." Um, yeah, if you can work a worker. <laughs> Now, with WWE and the retrosexual Anthony Green, where do you see yourself fitting in a current WWE storyline? Ooh, where do I see myself? Definitely marrying uh, Mandy Rose. Ooh, sell it to me. Come on. Have her be, how, how are you I guys would, getting together, by the way? In, in what world? Think, you just came in and you were like, hey, what's up? And she was like, I think yeah. she's jealous that I have two platinum honeys. And she thinks she's superior than both of them. And she wants to be the platinum blonde in my life. Oh, I love it. And I think she proposes to me. Oh, that's awesome. Very, very oh, yeah. um, 2020, you know, the woman proposing instead of the man. You know, Gotta that's do what cool. I gotta do. Yeah, I like it. Uh, what is in the future for you? What is next? What's coming up in 2019? You just You mentioned you had a great 2018. What are you looking forward to this year? Um, I mean, I uh, wrote down a couple goals. One of them is to wrestle in five states that I've never wrestled in before. 
I'm not exactly sure when this comes out, but as of February 2nd, I will already have hit two new states that I've never wrestled in, being Florida and Indiana. Other goals are to wrestle outside the country. I've wrestled in Canada plenty of times. I would like to add a different country, whether that be England or Germany or Mexico, Australia, Ireland, wherever it may be, I would like to add another one to the list. And um, a big goal for me is to be able to wrestle full-time and uh, quit my part-time job, maybe sign a contract somewhere at some point. And finally, I would like to be considered a world champion. Yeah. I was looking at, at your, your resume. There is a lot of, you had a lot of tag team titles, but not like the big, you know, putting a company on your back kind of championship, you know? Yes. That's awesome. Great goals to have. Um, and if we wanted to follow you and keep in tune with your journey this year in 2019, where could we do that? Um, you can follow me on Instagram at RetroAG underscore because someone decided to take that from me already. <laughs> and you can follow me on Twitter. It's just at RetroAG. And then I have Facebook, Anthony Green. Um, there's a fan page. Feel free to like it. You can also send me a friend request. If I don't think you're that creepy, I will probably accept it. All right, Anthony. Now, I'm going to be a little bit creepier because we still have last call. So hang on tight. And uh, we're going to get some business out of the show, and then we'll come right back with you. Sounds great. Make sure you stay tuned to the end of this episode so you can hear Last Call with Anthony Green. It's In the News with Michael J. Putty and the Green Man. Wow. Michael J. Putty. Anthony Green. Stand-up guy. The Platinum Bunnies. Truly beautiful. Let me tell you. The dude sets his goals and wanted to be in CZW. Accomplished it. The dude now has his goals set on ROH. And guess what? ROH future star Anthony Green Guarantee you by the end of 2019, he'll be on that. Ooh, guarantee. I'm, dude. He's, so you weren't here. Would he be your one to watch in 2019? Um, he's the one to watch in 2018. And if you have not been watching Anthony Green in 2018, then maybe you haven't been listening, uh, reading PWI's one to watch because he's on that list. But yeah, 2019. If you haven't been watching Anthony Green, he's definitely. The dude to watch. Oh, he was so so great in that match with Eric Jaden. Remember, at oh, BCW. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, so entertaining. Oh, so entertaining. So I guess we'll have to keep our eyes open for this guy, huh? Well, yeah. All right. This is the news. Unfortunately, we're gonna talk about AEW. What? That's <sighs> what everybody's talking about, Mike Michael J. Insider hates AEW. Insider at Russell votes on Twitter revealed that AEW made a significant offer to a current. WWE superstar. The offer is reported to be outstanding, air quotes, with it saying it's almost too good to turn down. But how how true can this be, though? I mean, it, there's a lot of rumors that go out there. Russell right Vos is very resourceful. Everything they say turns out to be factual. Who do you want to see uh, oh. on a I'm glad in AEW on the current WWE roster? I'm glad you asked. Quickly, so give me one name. Uh, They'll give you a long drawn out story. Give me a one name. <laughs> I feel like Elsa Ren and Greg T here. <laughs> Fine, Zack Ryder. 
Zack Ryder's not a current, like, significant, he's a current significant guy. superstar. What do you mean? Zack Ryder's not significant? Well, to me, he is, but to the current audience, he's not. I think he's absolutely significant. I would say Dean Ambrose. Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful.com revealed Randy Orton is interested in talking with AEW. He said he's interested He's interested in talks, but he does he's, not mean he was offered a contract. It doesn't mean he was offered a contract, and that could also mean he's trying to leverage for more money from WWE, which would be smart. By the way, could I say this AEW thing, this whole AEW revolution oh, is bringing up... It, it, it's got the WWE shook. Like, they're just oh, throwing money Absolutely. to their wrestlers mm-hmm. to try to keep them. Greenman, if you listen to the show, me and Mark have talked several times about AEW and WWE, about TV deals. Dave Meltzer reported the company is reportedly deciding between two big TV deals, and whichever TV deal they go with, it will rival the TV deal of WCW. How do you feel about AEW going uh, national on a TV deal? I think that would be great. I think it's going to be huge because that's what's been lacking as far as with the competition going head-to-head with WWE. I mean, TNA, I mean, they had some great talent in there. Uh, ROH, they continuously have great talent there. But no one has uh, gotten, like, a big TV deal that WCW had along with the money to back them up as well. So once you have, like, A plus B and C there with AEW, I think it's going to give WWE possibly a run for its money. Okay. Uh, okay. Also announced on AEW, mm-hmm. Kenny Omega officially signed hashtag surprise, a four-year deal with AEW. Also announced as a uh, vice president. I know, I know you're being sarcastic, but let's say you are surprised. No, I wasn't being surprised. No, I, no, oh, yeah, no, I, I know you were being sarcastic, right. but let's say you are surprised. But, let's say to the casual fan, you are surprised that Kenny Omega signed but who was with AEW versus the WWE. Nobody. Kenny Omega not, it wasn't surprising. He'd rather be a big fish in a small pond oh. than a small fish in a big pond. Uh, no, we, we don't know this, though. We, we don't know what AEW has or, to offer yet as far as oh, that goes. Yeah, it's nothing. You Sean really Baby. think so? Sean, baby. But give him a give me a show. Give me one show at least. Sean, baby. We're going to have a show. Check yeah, out this May. Perspective. Check out this perspective. Would you rather join AEW, who is willing to invest in you to create something even bigger, even bigger than the WWE can. The WWE has already proven oh, that there's so many people. What a mark. No, I'm just saying the WWE has already proven that there's so many names that they've taken under their wing and have done shit with. Shit with. Can like you... Shinsuke Nakamura. Shit. Who I think is a AJ name Styles, amazing, Who's but big... there's so much more potential. So much more that could have been going on. With AJ Styles. So much more that could be going on he, with Finn Balor. He was a world champion. How can you say so much more with AJ Styles, though? AJ Styles was the world True. champion. A long-reigning world champion as well. Cheesecake Knock Him Over is the name rumored to be the one involved in this big AEW deal with the current superstar. I mean, that could work as well. I mean, like any any one of these guys, I mean, they could easily go to AEW and, and do well with them. And, and honestly, I mean... If that is the case, I mean, shots are going to be fired. It's going to be a WWE versus WCW all over again, and that could create for better competition. Right away, though? No, no fucking way. It's going to be another R. It's another, right now, it's another indie show. Right. So give it time. It's going to build up to an R-Rage status. I mean, I could totally see your point about it being a complete indie show because when you look at all the people that they've signed, MJF, indie guy. Joey Janela, indie guy. They just signed Penelope Ford, indie girl. You know, like everybody who they're signing, yeah, they are from the Indies. It's like the next NXT. Speaking of signings, congratulations to our good friend Sammy Guevara. 
Oh, dude, I love you, Sammy. Row, son of Kiss, signing with AEW. Big ones, man. Big very big happy for them. I gotta be honest. I feel very proud. Very proud that like it, it feels like it's one of our guys. Absolutely. It, because as a fan of, of these two individuals, it's like early on we were like, "Yo, these guys are fucking awesome. They deserve a platform. They should be." So much more than they are when we met them and had the opportunity to have a conversation with them. So to be at in the spotlight that they're in now, it's like finally a lot more people are going to get to see what we saw early on in Sunny Kiss in Sammy Guevara. I saw Sunny Kiss several times with BCW. Didn't really know much about Sammy Guevara. Until Dude, I-, I wish we freaking flew that motherfucker in for a bcw uh, show I, uh, let's do his interview loved his interview with green man green man great job thank you as always and then i saw him on lucha underground, underground. Mm. fantastic this guy i love this guy because his personality in, during your interview matched what i saw in lucha underground so once again this is a big get for aw congratulations huge and you talked big... about earlier one of the guys to watch you need to watch sammy guevara so hold your talent in aw get your experience and then move on to the wwe work Big boys play. And that, oh, here that's we a, go. No, 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 no. That's a very good point. Thank you, Green Man. No, no, that's a very good point. Kenny Omega, one of the biggest wrestling stars today in 2019. Why sign with the WWE when you know it's inevitable? You are going to sign with the WWE. So why not make more of yourself, create a bigger resume, even bigger than you've already created? It's not a four-year with, deal. It's a pretty long time, too. But with AEW, that... Hey, if WWE gave you like let's say five million dollars per year, they're gonna give you ten by the time your run with AEW is over. It's so strategic. It's great. It's totally what uh, Kenny should have done. How old is Kenny Omega? No one cares. Kenny oh Omega was God. not going to the WWE. Look at this guy. His friends, his boys, his clique are in AEW. Yes, he's never gonna be. Vice I, I do. I do agree WWE. with WWE. He's gonna be a main event player in AEW. With the WWE, he'll be facing Rusev because no one cares about him in the WWE. He ain't no AJ Styles. Do you, do you think that, that that's the same kind of mentality that Shawn Michaels and Triple H had back in the day when they probably were offered contracts from WCW and they were like, no, we're going to we're gonna stay where we are with my friends. I mean, yeah, because uh, Shawn Michaels was a mid-card guy for a while, so it was Triple H, and then they proved themselves and they made it numerous WrestleManias. Well, I think WWE treats all his, their guys as mid-card guys. Well, let's I don't say, think let's they ever... Home, homegrown talent. They give homegrown talent. Yeah, I don't think they yeah. ever really push someone to like the Stone Cold Steve Austin level or rock level anymore. Well, here's the thing. I mean, I feel like uh, no one on the roster has that je ne sais quoi as the rock and Stone Cold what Steve Austin. What a Hollywood Austin. phrase. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> But it's true, though. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, hey, they're, they're all fantastic. They, they're all good workers. Uh, they can go. But, you know, there, there's, some, there's some sort of special quality that The Rock and Stone Cold had that it could transcend into the mainstream. And I don't really see anyone in that roster that can do that right now. Or do they not let them do that? I, I, I really don't think it's a matter of letting. I mean, one would say, like... What uh, are you talking about? Every time Dean Ambrose got hot... They pull them back down. Every time, Dean Ambrose is, every, is not someone every, that will be in mainstream, Every time Finn though. Balor got hot, they brought him back down. Do you, you think every Finn Balor... Every AJ got hot, they brought him back down. Do you think AJ Finn Balor... He's a world champion for over a year. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and then what happened? They brought him back down. But Green Man, do you see any of those guys who just listed being like, 
a Stone Cold being a rock and be like, uh, starring in their own movies and going on a red carpet. But that's the thing. I feel things. like the, the E does not want them to get to that do you point, s- to that for, level. Forget about what the E. You, what, what about them as individuals? Do you see them having that quality doing that? Do you even see any of those guys wanting to do that? I don't see Dean Ambrose wanting to be that guy. Roman Reigns was just some freaking Nickelodeon in a freaking show. He's doing movies right now. Roman Reigns puts me to sleep. I'm not talking about... (laughs) You should (laughs) not. But yet, he's out there. But he's out there. And and, and good for him. But, like, you know what? So is The the Miz. I mean, Triple H was in Blade at one point. Listen, not for nothing. That was a good movie, by the way. Blade 3. Yeah, totally underrated. Totally underrated. uh, Seamus has been in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But, like, you know, I'm I'm talking about... Great job, by the way. The Rock level. I'm talking about Stone Cold level. I'm talking about John Cena level. Hulk Hogan, even. We're talking about a couple weeks ago how the E won't let anybody get to that level again. I don't, I, I don't think it's a matter of that. I don't think that's necessarily up to the E. Yes, they could do all they want to try and stifle someone, but at the end of the day, someone's personality will show through if they have that shit, let's, as I mentioned. Let's take it to a different point. Let's take it to the wrestler, like the one who's making that paycheck, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, if you're making that paycheck, do you want to be that uh, Stone Cold level? Do you want to be that rock level? Well, not do you ever- want to be that guy? Give me, give me a second. Hollywood Zane, okay? Or do you want to be that guy who is a company man, who shows up to work all the time, who earns that paycheck, and you know what? May not be, may not be that high caliber guy, but shows up to work on time, is Zack Ryder. Is, is uh, what's his partner's name? Kurt Hawkins. Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins. It's Apollo Crews. It's those guys that you could always rely on who continuously just go in and get their paycheck, but are never going to be those top guys. But here's the thing. It, it depends on what they want to do. I mean, someone argued with me about Daniel Bryan could be that guy. Daniel Bryan doesn't want it. Daniel Bryan doesn't want to go think- out to the red carpets and go out and do the interviews and go out and be in movies. But I- Dean Ambrose, I don't see him wanting that either. You, bro. And I think that's the problem nowadays. Some people just want to wrestle. Shawn Michaels just wanted to wrestle. And we talked about this right before the show started. Our society is very soft, right? I feel like the wrestlers... (laughs) S-A-W-F-T. Soft. (laughs) I feel like the wrestlers have gotten very soft. I don't even... They're not hungry to be The Rock. They're not hungry to be Stone Cold because many of them are just okay going to work earning their paycheck and being that mid card. But guy. it's but that's fine though. I mean some people it's not that it's a matter of being true to who you who you are and knowing what you're worth. I mean Jeff Jarrett I'm sure is fine Dude, being where he is at. Sean Baby, do you want to be Brad Pitt? Do you want to be Tom Cruise? That's what I want. Okay. That's not that may not be what you want. That may not be what Putty wants, but that's what I, I want. I want you to be Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Mission Impossible 27. But uh, here's the thing, I mean it, it's perfectly fine to it. to want a certain degree of success. Success is different for everyone else. You know, The Rock is a very goal driven person. The Rock always wanted more and more and more and more and more. And obviously, he's he's gotten to that level. You know, what I mean, and he still wants more. That's the crazy thing about that motherfucker. That motherfucker could get anything he wants. Hey, he's hey, the what, highest. Watch your fucking mouth. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a PG show. <laughs> yeah, that that dude it has so much pull in Hollywood. You know, like he's yeah. the top star, right? But yeah, he wants so much more. Like, what else could he want? The dude, I, I have a run for president. I guarantee you this: within the next five years, you're going to see The Rock nominated for an Oscar because that's what he oh, wants. Oh, dude, imagine! Yeah, he, he was supposed to host host the Oscars this year. 
He was supposed to host the oh Shadow God, Wrestling, That would have been amazing. Back in but the day. His movie uh, schedule didn't line up. He's so charismatic. So he went with uh, Kevin Hart. Thank you. Hold on. He's Wait, so I'm sorry to cut you off right there. So charismatic. So amazing. Yeah. Who on the roster has The Rock's charisma? Becky Lynch. Good. No. No. She's very sorry, good. No, no, she's very, very good. She's probably she the best have, on the roster right now. But she but does she, not have The Rock's she's charisma. She's not quite there. Maybe she'll get there, but she's not that level. Well, The Rock didn't have it right away either. The Miz. The Miz. The Miz. The Miz, the the Miz have, I would say, he has, he, he has it, but you know, he's towards the end of his career. <laughs> he's towards. Let's face the facts. He's not going to carry the WWE for the next ten years. So that, that's just uh, that's that's, that, that's his thing. My friend's thing. He's he's, he's a ten year deal. Ten year deal. <laughs> so he, that's his thing. That's my thing, it, man. It, 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 well, that's in any business, though. You want a ten year model? I, I, I'm just saying. Like you know, what? If, if you want someone to be the face of your franchise, you want a younger guy. You're going to want a guy that's or or a girl so that's going to carry you for the next. I need agree, man. That's great. <laughs> Back to our main topic here, WWE. Co-president George Barrows talked about AEW during this quarter's conference call, saying, and I quote, yeah, you know, too early to tell. We wouldn't talk about specifics yet. From our perspective, we think we are the premier global organization with the greatest wrestlers in the world, one of the greatest platforms. We have a lot of confidence in our ability to manage that. Well said, George. <laughs> Sounds those fucking marks. They're a machine. Creaming their pants about AEW. <laughs> I, I got to tell you this. Listen, the WWE is a machine. They're there to make money. Okay? And they found, have found a formula to make money. And if their way to make money they is make expansion. Money. They love money. Fuck, I still can't do it. <laughs> but, if they, but if they found a way to make money through expansion, through being in Saudi Arabia, okay, through creating NXT uh, programs in the UK and now soon to be Japan. I'm sure that's in the ear news and shit. But soon to be in Japan and, and later in the future I think in South Mexico. America too, right? Yeah. 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 So to create these brands that are global, that make them money, that's their formula. But is does that mean that it's speaking to the wrestling culture as a whole? No. But it's making money. So for them, that's a good thing, right? I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about dollars and cents. I mean, obviously, don't make dollars; it don't make sense. <laughs> that's bullshit. Well played. It's a bullshit mentality. It's bullshit. Abel, it's facts. Can't say my name. Put respect to <laughs> they call me Green Man. Damn it, Green that's bullshit. Green Man. That's Let me tell you. That's Green bullshit. Man. That's facts. I'll tell, you why, I'll tell you why that's bullshit. Because oh, there's Jesus. many of these people who are in professional wrestling who were making it grinding it in the indies when it wasn't about the dollars and set when it wasn't about you know making that big paycheck because it was all about being seen it's all about the passion it's about all about putting your body you're on speaking the line from an artist though, and i and i love creating it something Listen, right I, I love it there, there's got to be an artist sense and there's got to be a business sense and the wwe is all about the business and they've been doing it for a very very long time they know what they're doing they're a company. They're a publicly traded company. So, of course, you know, it's all about the dollars and cents. They have to do what's best for business. Sorry to be a cliche there, but it's it's a fact. You know, same with AEW. I mean, hey, listen, I'm right there with you. I'm all about AEW. But at the end of the day, that's a business as well. And if business ain't going to do well, they ain't going to be long for – they ain't going to be around the, for a long the, time. The reason AEW 
is making the right business moves is because they're focusing on the fans. They're focusing on what the fans want to see. They're focusing on what is a void in wrestling. And they've that's right now, but team wrestling is a void in wrestling. You so can't they're try to deliver that. You can't always give the fans what they want all the time because think about how many marks and smarks are out there. If you just pander to them, I mean, you're not going to have anything going for you as a company. Yeah, it's going to be a matter of time before the fans turn their back on AEW. Like, oh, they're just like WWE. They, they, they don't listen to us. <laughs> you know that to be true. It's going to happen. But at the end of the day, they're going to make money. Hopefully. Uh, we could be here all night talking about AEW for some fucking reason. But you know, there's more news to talk about. Let's get into other news. In other news, The Undertaker removed all references from the WWE on his social media platforms and also posted a link accepting any booking dates. The Undertaker is pulling big money, though. Yeah, I was going to say. He's currently charging <laughs> <laughs> 25000 per hour within Bro. the United States. Hey, Anthony Cole, man. <laughs> Let's go. Let's bring him in, baby. <laughs> Would you pay $25,000 for one hour for The Undertaker? No. Fuck that. <laughs> Let's break that shit down. Would you pay $416 per minute to chat with The Undertaker? Four hundred and sixteen dollars. No. I love the Dude. Undertaker, but no. You because you know what? You're you are not gonna make that money back. No, you're not. You're Wait not. a second, you're saying if if a shot of wrestling pays the Undertaker for a sixty second interview, that means Undertaker. I get one question. Oh. I get one question and I pay four hundred and sixteen dollars. You don't think people will tune in? Are you, are depends you, are you, on what the question is. <laughs> are you going to get your money back from that, though? Touché, I mean, what's your question? I don't, that, that, you know what? Let's let's leave it out to the universe. This is a show that's from the fans to the fans. I am willing to put out $416 for one minute with The Undertaker. If you give me the right Knowing question. You, how you ramble on. Hey, folks. I'm Green Man here with a shot of wrestling. Fucking <laughs> WWE legend, The Undertaker. Undertaker had 20... 23 and 2 streak at WrestleMania. So, Taker, let me ask you a question. And time's up. <laughs> what a waste of fucking money, money. please. Let me, let me throw it out. Let me throw it out. If you have the right question, hit us up on all the social medias. Dial it up. 619-343-3005. And let us know what is the right question to ask The Undertaker if we had one minute and we would spend that 416 Dollars, but it's weird. That there's no, we'll there's no many plans for him. And now he's accepting indie bookings for the first time. It's huge. Did you see that like indie documentary on the Undertaker where like he, the Undertaker came in and like helped out like all these no. young talent? Oh, it's so good. It's Netflix? on YouTube. Oh no, it's on I've YouTube. Just, just on yeah, everything's on YouTube. Even a shot of wrestling. Follow us. No news. Fox Sports will host wrestling shows other than SmackDown. Part of the big multi-billion-dollar deal. According to Charlie Collier of Fox Sports Entertainment CEO, other shows besides SmackDown will air on the network, which is not surprising. Rumored for a while now. So, I mean, what what shows will they air? Superstars. Super, I was about to say superstars, like, maybe, uh, maybe a talking panel. I don't know. Did, did, did you hear about this rumor though about uh, Fox not being happy with the ratings with SmackDown right now? No, I've never heard that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're not happy that they're not looking. At all. They may. They pull may even the want to pull out. Yeah, they. I mean, they've been thinking alert, about it pulling be worse out on Friday nights. Friday well, they said they said Friday night is is short term. Really? Yeah, they 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 uh, executive from Fox outright said that. Love having an insider on the show. Love having an insider. <laughs> Let yeah. me tell you, if if I was Fox and I saw the ratings and I just 
Spent so all I, that money? Spent all that money. I would want them to pick things up. I would want them to be like, hey, I paid for something. I paid for a product that's going to deliver. And dude, you're not delivering right now. So you better change things around. Or Well, that's why happen. they're probably having that superstar shakeup coming up. And we're probably right. going to see Ronda Rousey on SmackDown. We're probably going to see uh, who else is mainstream Becky on there. Becky Lynch on Raw. No, Becky Lynch will probably stay in SmackDown. I don't think so. If Fox has anything to do with it, Let me I tell you, the shakeup between Raw and SmackDown is not what's going to get ratings. Well, the no, shakeup, it, I, I'm, if I'm, a shakeup really needs to happen, there needs to be like a global shakeup. There needs to be like an NXT Raw SmackDown, like full throttle. Like, let's change things up. Let's well, give what, opportunities to people who have not made it to the main roster. Let's give opportunities from people from Raw to SmackDown. Let's give people opportunities from SmackDown to NXT. Well, that's, about it? that's pretty much what they're doing, though. They're, they're having NXT yeah, and, um, are, yeah. and um, NXT England, right? Yeah. NXT UK. Speaking of WWE, Green Man, I'm going to ask you a question. Mm, you know, I'm not going to. I know you're the answer. Mark, you watched Raw, SmackDown, NXT this week? I did. NXT, baby! Mark, let's get some cheers and heels. Let's do it up. A shot of wrestling presents cheers and heels. You're a great man. I know you didn't watch any TV this week, but I know Mark did because he's a loyal patriot. <laughs> oh, no, like no, no, no. Don't, don't call me a patriot. Don't call me a patriot. <laughs> you are loyal. <laughs> yeah, too soon. Too you're, soon. You're a loyal ram. <laughs> there we go. I'm going to start off with a big heel, though. Last week, there was a fatal four-way tag team match to determine the number one contender for the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. This week, Heavy Machinery was in the tag team match, even though they lost... On SmackDown, so why get another chance for yeah, taking? I don't know why they're still doing double duty. I mean, it's too soon yet. I, I, I don't know. They pick a well, show. I don't understand why they're giving another opportunity because they're newbies. Is it me? Is, was there something hot about Nikki Cross's Scottish brogue? I think it's just you, <laughs> Nikki, Nikki Cross. <laughs> seems like she's just uh, that's, he that's, likes crazy chicks. That's Scottish brogue. I, I, so, but then she she also shakes. seems like she likes to play in dirt. I mean, do you want to <laughs> do you want to search for worms with her? I, I have to play in dirt too. If you don't know what I mean, oh my god, waka waka waka. Oh my god, waka waka waka. I haven't heard that one in a while. Yeah, for all. I, if we want to start with the heels, I mean, Strowman losing by DQ. That's that's, uh, that's a big cheers. But no, I, I don't get the fact that like, he he was uh, he wasn't the legal man. Okay, fine. He he, he put his hands in the legal man. Yes. But because of that, you lose. But how many times do we see that in tag team matches, and they don't lose by DQ? Um, it happens once, but if it continues to happen, you're DQ'd all the fucking time. I I, I feel like I need, no. What 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 what's the point of the Kurt Angle segment? <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I He's I don't know what to do. Kurt Angle retire. But then that led to nothing. Like what? Why waste? 10 minutes of my life. And then I was expecting him to do more than in the tag team match. Maybe get the win for them and, and rejuvenate yeah. his career. Nothing. I don't know. Unless they're trying to drag it out do for a longer storyline. Do you want to rejuvenate Kurt Angle's career? I don't know. Is that is that something we want to see? What I want to see is the uh, reunited Kurt Hawkins, Zack Ryder. Yeah, I'll give you that. Great segment. I love that segment. I love how Ryder brought up the fact that they... misspelled his name. Yeah, exactly. So, was that done on purpose? 
No, I well, think I think it was a fuck up. In I think it was a fuck up, and yeah, and he called them out, and they just utilized it. I mean, it, it goes great with the storyline with what they're Perfect doing. Storyline, yeah, yeah. So, thinking, it's it, smart. It's smart. It fits with the storyline, so smart why mark. was it not on purpose? Mm, no, it seems no. too convenient. You're giving him too much credit. Yeah, yeah, I think you're giving him too much credit. credit. <laughs> We're talking about earlier on the news. You're one to watch in 2019. My 2019 pick was EC3 making his debut on Raw. He finally did it. He although, finally did. Although they would would let him talk. It's weird. He's in the mic. Dude. Why not let him talk? I don't know. But um, I, I like I like the fact that he got the win over Dean Ambrose. Big time. Yeah. Big well, big win. It should. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys find the uh, the promo right before that match like entertaining? I, you know what? I love Alexa Bliss's facial reactions. I think they're spot on, <laughs> oh. perfect. Because I just felt like they put EC3 in like a very comedic kind of role. I feel well, like they, they feel like they kind of did that with Dean Ambrose in a way after his big feud with Seth Rollins. They threw him like in a more comedic type of role with the questions that he was asking. I mean, I thought it was funny. I thought I dug what he was doing. Yeah. But, I think it was, like, too soon of a switch there. Yeah. But I feel like every time they don't believe in someone, they, like, put him in a comedic role, like, to bury him. I feel like it wasn't a comedic... But like you said, he's a good talker, right? EC3. Yep. So (laughs) why put him in in a position where he's not utilizing one of his strengths? Because you're still slowly introducing him to the, quote-unquote, mainstream audience. You know? Well, the whole point is to highlight someone's strengths, right? He beat Dean Ambrose as a big strength, so we'll see what happens next week. I guess we'll see. Big cheers for me. Uh, Ring your mind. Big cheers for you, the Double J's. Of course. (laughs) I I, I was waiting for you. I was going to let you take the lead for this, man. Because I stole your thunder last time, so I want to let you have it. In the last two weeks. Yeah, (laughs) last two weeks. I know. My bad. (laughs) J-E-double-F. J-A-double-R-E. Double T. (laughs) Jeff Jarrett. Ain't I great? <laughs> still got it, man. He still is fucking oh got my it. You God. guys are best friends, aren't you? Wow, and you tried to break friends. this up? Wow, wow You trying to wow. break this up? Green Man said before the show he's going to try to break us up. Did Not he? happening. Yeah. He never said that. He did say it's, that. It sounds like you, they're never, <laughs> never this bromance. Oh, my God. Can't do it, my man. There was an indie wrestling event in July. He went to. He wanted me to go with him. Like, brother, can't. I got to meet Jeff Jarrett. I think he still resents me to this day about it. <laughs> No, so no, no, no. Just, just ignore him what he says <laughs> I chose to go to HOG to meet Jeff Jarrett that's all I got besides Double J that was the highlight for me I mean what do you think of him back in his trunks again now better because we talked about last week I didn't like how he fit in yeah the, uh, he looked weird the Jeff Jarrett tights yeah so he likes to have a slap nut trunks it, much it, better it, it's much better for him uh why didn't the guitar break uh well you can't know. win them all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk. Shut your mouth, Green Man. <laughs> I was just saying. God, you know. ruining all the fun. My biggest cheers, actually, of the night. It was Becky Lynch. Didn't like trying to do like a Austin McMahon thing again. Uh, I, I see what people were saying with that. I kind of see it uh, with Becky Lynch and Stephanie McMahon. It could possibly. I heard rumors that could possibly lead to a match at SummerSlam between Summer those Slam's two. A rumor, yep. Which would be cool to see. I would dig that. And also, I actually like Ronda's uh, little moment with Becky afterwards too. That whole line is "Ice and Advil, bitch." I thought that was yeah. great. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. But you know, overall, it was a solid show. I thought. Won't smack down. Uh, I'm going to cheers the uh, Triple H Becky Lynch segment. Of course. Triple going, H, going right into it, yeah. Triple H dropping some truth bombs on Becky Lynch. Oh, my God. It was great. Triple H is so damn okay. good on the mic. It's not yeah. even funny. But side cheers real quick to Becky Lynch for opening Raw and SmackDown within the same week, mm-hmm. which is very rare these days. 
You want to know why, why, why Triple H is so great? Because he was able to tell the story that wasn't told before. He was able to tell the fact that Becky Lynch is afraid. Why go there? The girl is hot. The girl, is, everybody's behind her. But he went out of his way in a beautiful, heelish way to try to expose her with the truth. You mentioned the truth, right? Right. But it is not truth until they speak it. If Triple H never said what he said on SmackDown, it would never have been embedded in anybody's mind. No one would have ever believed it. Triple H now planted a seed. And everybody, that all makes sense. I mean, yeah, this, raw is, this is how great Triple H is. And this is how great that story is. Because Triple H, uh, he planted a seed. He planted a seed. Do your Triple H impersonation. Triple H. Uh, no, that's not good at all. It's time to play the game. Mark, that's all my best friend. That's all my best friend. Thank you. Thank you. It's coming out. Let me tell you. But listen, he planted a seed now on everybody. He planted a seed. And that scene now, it's going to build to people wanting to see more of that dynamic between Triple H and Becky Lynch. Not just Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey, which is awesome. Green Man was here on the show regularly in 2017, which I talked week in and week out here in 2019. I'm going to cheer it again. The Usos in that great <laughs> promo. I love their intensity. They are the best. In the tag team, as far as promos go, absolutely, absolutely. And the fact is, again, I think I touched on this before. They're more themselves than yes. they were with the, when they had the face stupid paint, face yeah. paint and everything like that. And they're golden; they're better than ever. I feel like it's welcome just, to the Uso Penitentiary. It's great down since day one ish. I don't know what that means, but I dig it. <laughs> oh, I don't know what either. I love it too. I love it. I want that shirt, Green Man. And the fact that they cut a promo on the fact that they're doing a promo next and like the Miz, uh, McMiz show, whatever the, the hell McMiz, they're calling yeah. it. I mean, you don't see that. A promo about cutting a promo? <laughs> it's great. I dig it. All right, cheers to RKO. Thank you. Once again, out of fucking nowhere. Just when you think you've seen all the best RKOs, he does another one. He keeps coming up with different ways to Wait, hit that be- move. Best RKO, WrestleMania 31, right? Yes. Oh, amazing. But I was surprised. Rollins, yeah. We haven't seen this before. The I know. On it, the second rope, if he pulls them off, I'm surprised we have not seen that yet. I know. One would think that's pretty basic to do, but no, I mean. Love it. It was great. And uh, Ali sold it well, too. Cheers to Daniel Bryan promo. I love how Daniel Bryan comes out and rips on the crowd. But not this week. I, it's see, his hometown. His hometown agrees with him, and he played to the home so crowd. I, I heal for that, actually. For me. Really? Yeah. Why? I was. I thought it was so smart. I uh, <laughs> see. I was going back and forth on this because it, for, part of me was thinking, is it smart? Because uh, I, I, I want to see him. He, 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 I'll he's, tell you why it's smart. He's in his hometown. Well, no, I, I figured out why. why I, I figured. Well, let me tell you why I figured out why I, I, I'm healing this one because I, I first I was agreeing with you guys, but you know what. He's done such a drastic character change, which was hard for him to do, which would be hard for anyone to do with someone so over as him. You know, why not set the bar even higher to get that heat from your home crowd? Yes, granted, it's going to be very hard to do, but... I can tell you why. Why? He's in his hometown crowd of Seattle. Yeah, I know it's his hometown crowd. Get the heat. So he's he's booed everywhere he goes, except his hometown. Mm, get the heat. So he's saying how wherever he goes, he's facing these, the ignorani. Big word. Thank you. Scrabble word score. I think I, I, I think this <laughs> is however, from last week when I said you're not Corey Graves. <laughs> <laughs> I think about that. But yes. 
three years ago, almost to the day he was in Seattle, Washington, having to retire on Raw. Mm-hmm. And now he's in the same exact building as WWE champion. My thing is, that's a huge 360 in his career. That's it's too easy to and go. No matter along with what the flow. he says, they're not going to boo him. Mm, I disagree with that. That's How? completely the easy no. way out. I think there's still a way for them that they could have brought the heat on in his hometown. If if they were able to get the, that crowd to turn on him, then guess what, man? Mm, it's going to be okay. fuck. It's going to be nuclear. That's what you're saying. He's going to be the, he's he's the guy. It's the top heel. Makes sense. It, Yes, it's very hard to do, and I agree with all the points you made there, Mike. I really do. Thanks, Mark. But the the thing is, like you know, if you want him to be this huge heel that he's become, there is definitely a way to do it at his hometown. I don't have the exact answer for you right now what it would be, but there is a way to do it. If anyone can figure it out, it's WWE and the great mind of Daniel Bryan. Gentlemen, just before we move on from this Daniel Bryan moment, the easy thing for the WWE to do would be for them to do what they've done in the past and say, this character is a heel. He should go out there and try to do whatever he can to be a heel. But they didn't do that. What they did is something that actually worked out for me and that I respected when I saw it because they were able not to turn a crowd, but to make that crowd be part of that heel you said moment. Not able, but they didn't even try. No, 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 yeah. But they made them part of that Daniel Bryan. So it's now like Seattle versus the world. It's now like, hey, everywhere else sucks. But here in Seattle, you guys get me. I know you guys hate CM Punk. But let's see. CM Punk's in Chicago. So so in Chicago, CM Punk's going to be like, I love CM Punk. Punk. What? You love CM Punk? I love CM Punk. Oh, my gosh. You're my best friend. I love CM Punk. (laughs) he turned his back on you his fan i don't care <laughs> <laughs> i really don't care <laughs> I, I, I i love all the work that he's done dude 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 it's kayfabe okay he didn't really turn his back on me okay it's kayfabe there's one uh question how did naomi and carmella end up in the elimination chamber match for the tag team titles yeah they did Heel. I mean, a big fan of SmackDown, as you both know, listeners know, SmackDown does stuff that makes sense. Nothing happens on SmackDown without a reason. However, this time, roles are reversed, because on Raw, all two, three, six women earn... <laughs> you really have to count your finger. One, two, three, yeah. <laughs> Way too many shots of <laughs> Too many shots of wrestling. Way too many shots of that fucking Hennessy white that green Oh, it's so delicious. Yet, however, they earned their shot on Raw. On SmackDown, they just announced, I'm doing it. It's usually the other way around. I thought you, know, I thought you had to fight for your opportunities in the, for the ring yeah. in SmackDown. I guess that's and Raw, all gone to shit. You're Raw, you're given opportunities mm-hmm. in SmackDown, you earn them. And however, for this match, roles were reversed. Yeah, it, it was very weird. Very weird. However, Big Heel, they played a commercial for the Limited Chamber during SmackDown, in which they aired a quote from Michael Cole, the voice of Raw. <clears throat> Only 22 times have superstars stepped into the elimination chamber. I mean, okay, that's, that's, a, lot of, that's a lot of times. I, mean, uh, yeah, gets, I know, I was thinking that that's too. That's a lot of times. Why are you trying to make it? That's a, that's a lot of fucking times. That's not a big deal. <laughs> Anytime the, when you go into the double digits, that's a lot yes. of times. NXT? Yeah, I watched NXT. So I do want to talk about this. I do have a, a heels for this one. Uh, Valveteen Dream. Okay. 
He has a shot to choose any title he wants. He oh, turns yeah. he turns down the NXT world title and goes for a North American title. So I'm going to heal. I mean, why would you choose the North American title? <laughs> right? Over the title has more prestigious background. Right. right. That's like she's saying like, "Hey, back in the day in the WWF days, I'm going to go for the European title after I won the Royal Rumble." <laughs> I mean, there's a reason why you earn a title shot for something. Right. You go for the for the big belt. No, 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 no. is so smart. It's so smart. How smart he, is he? Let me tell you how smart he is. Because if you had an opportunity to be a champion, would you choose to be the champion and not and challenge the challenger who you think you could beat? That's why I thought to agree, man. Preach. You know what That's I'm what saying? Velveteen Dream cannot beat Tommaso Ciampa. He can beat Tony Wrestling. But or Johnny Jackass, as he called him. <laughs> you know what I'm I saying? Johnny Champion. So yeah. that's a story that needs to be told. Listen, Velveteen Dream will be North American champion. Or maybe you know, maybe I mean it, it's so new as far as like that uh, the, the storyline goes. Maybe they bring that up, which I would dig. You know, but so smart. I, I, I don't know. For yeah. for me, like I I, I I don't get it. You know, you're, you're here to you're here to compete. You're here to go after the big belt. You win a shot like that, you go after the big belt. So you go out for the big belt, knowing you will lose. In my head, listen. If I, I'm a competitor, yeah, because right now I'm a manager. But if I go in as a competitor, I'm going to win every fucking match I step into the ring for. You're you're, you're very. I, I feel you. I, if I go in the ring with Brock Lesnar, I'm going to compete for the Universal Title. I'm going to beat Brock Lesnar. I'm going to be the next Universal Champion. Oh, That's in my head. That's in my head. That you can laugh it all up. I'm sorry. You can laugh it up, but. Like you said, you're going to get your ass kicked. You're going to die trying. But you ain't going to win the Universal title. Listen, but I'm going to go in any match I'm going to win. Cheers. That's my mentality. Cheers, Drew Gulak and Matt. Thank Rose. you. Yes. Me too. Yeah. Amen to that. Did you watch it? Amen to that. Did you watch it? The fucking clinic okay. that was put on there. Talk about it. Fucking amazing. Talk, talk about Green Man. Let me tell you. Um, he didn't watch it, by the way. <laughs> I know. I, I can't you. wait. Drew Gulak. Gulak. That's a wrestling. This is a great match, both physical match. And these both even have chemistry. I found out later on these men have a big history in the scene. That's what I was going to talk about. And it showed off here because it played off. These men delivered a great match. It was a beautiful match. Probably it, one of the NXT match of the years coming up in uh, next January. Uh oh! It, it was honestly a, a, a match I haven't seen in WWE in a while. It was, it was it was technical, a lot of submissions in there, and they just flowed together so well. Like those those uh, submission moves transitioned smoothly. It was fucking. It was a work of art. There, honestly, I I never really watched a lot of Drew Gulak. Uh, Gulak matches. That dude impressed the fuck out of me there, Big man. Big time, yeah. I, I didn't know he had that in him. Matt Riddle is going to be huge. But I don't know if they've already given up on Drew Gulak. Let's get to this week's ratings. Raw this week drew a 2.510 million, which is down 7% from last week's 2.703 million. Raw was number one in cable in the 18 to 49 demographic. SmackDown this week drew a 1.043, which is down 14% from last week's 2.137 million. SmackDown was number 20 in the night. There's an asterisk next to that, though. <laughs> And viewership behind 14 programs for the State of the Union. And the curse of Oak Island. <laughs> you know, Fox News. What a great show. SmackDown was number 10 in 18 to 49 demographic behind State of the Union and the curse of Oak, Oak Island. Island. 
It's a great oh, show. Oh, so I'm sorry, Green Bay, you started watching it then. It's a great show. It's, it's so Did amazing. you watch this week's? Oh, my gosh. They're looking for treasure. What happened with the uh, Money Pit? <laughs> I didn't watch this week's. I didn't watch this week's. What was the Money Pit? They're still looking for it. I mean, they kind of, kind of found it, but what happened? Did they find anything yet? No, no, no. There was controversy. So you're end. an asshole. You're lying <laughs> to me. You know, no, no one doesn't lie to me? Mark is my best friend. That's right. I don't lie. Mark, 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 Mark. Actors don't lie. We just pretend. Mark, Mark, Mark. Let me tell you about ratings because you're talking about SmackDown ratings. You're talking about oh, Raw ratings because you're talking about 200, pe- 200 million people watch Raw and SmackDown. How many people watch AEW press conference? I thought about millions. I know. How many people? Hit me. No one gives a fuck about AEW. I'll give you the stats. 5.4 million people tuned into Total. Facebook to Total. watch. To Facebook. Total. Not even. Total. Not even Total. A, a cable broadcast Total. channel. 5.4 million people Watch the AEW press conference, which which wasn't even a show, which there was no wrestling involved, but people want something different. Wake up, WWE. Wake up. There's a new game in town, and you need to step up. Let's just go home thoughts. Mark, you are engaged. Yes. I've been listening to the show, and and I know you've been trying to get yourself in the Schwann wedding. (sighs) You want the green man at the wedding, right? Come on. <laughs> green man at the wedding. I, I mean, I, I could even officiate if you want. <laughs> February 16th, green man and I will be in the Elks Lodge for FTW. But however, Mark Schwann and the Deadly Saints squad will be in Brooklyn representing LAW, right? No, we're not representing LAW. We're going to fight LAW. We're going to destroy LAW in their home, in their turf. And we're going to bury them forever. Love it. Because your birthday. It's my birthday present. <laughs> That's the only thing I want for my birthday. A Deadly Saint Squad, they're going to grant me my wish because Why? they are Schwan, they are my brothers. Schwan, I'm sorry. I've been listening to this show. Why do you guys? Why are you guys so mean? Why are we no. so mean? I mean, I mean, it, I mean, Frankie Flo's a good guy. Yeah. Like, what? What's what's your deal, bro? But his time has passed. Their time is it's done. His it's promotion, it's over. Bro. And we are we have the LAW championship. Facts. It's very hot. Right? Style. Facts. Eric Jaden is is the LAW champion. Am I am I wrong? Nope. You're not. So what good is a promotion without the world title? What Ask AEW. <laughs> Mark, your favorite actor.com to follow your social media is correct? All of my social media is on that site. Grim Man, who cares? <laughs> at your boy <laughs> at Michael J. Putty. Whoa, 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 such an amazing talent. Someone definitely to watch here on 2019. And next week, breaking news here on the Shadow Wrestling. Next week, we have someone who's near and dear to our heart. We're continuing Sexy February with AJ Pan. That's right. America's favorite agent comes on down for an interview. And you do not want to miss that one because we go in, man. My mother wants to know when you're interviewing me. <laughs> 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 we'll find it out there. I'll find it on there. 
So for Hollywood Zane, my best friend in the world, Mark Schwann, for Green Man, for the retrosexual Anthony Green, I've been your host at Mark J. Party. Until next week, party out. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I need to announce it's last call at the bar. Oh. All right, everybody, we have made it to the end of the episode, and it is last call. We're still here with the retrosexual, the Uncle Jesse of professional wrestling, Anthony Green. Now, Anthony, it's really simple. It's rapid-fire questions, and the first thing that comes to your mind is the first thing you should answer. Are you ready? Oh, boy. Yeah, I hope I don't get in trouble for this one. (laughs) And away we go. What is your favorite adult beverage? Jack and Coke. What was your favorite wrestler of all time? Maven. What is the best feature on a woman? Their buttocks. Nice. How old were you when you had your first kiss? First real kiss, 17. Interesting. Other than wrestling, what is your favorite sport? Curling. What is your favorite sitcom? Favorite sitcom, Full House. What is your spirit animal? I have to go with a monkey. Which WWE era would you have liked to wrestle in the most? The 1995 era. Mm. What is one fashion fad that you wish came back? I feel like all the fashion fads that I would want to come back are, are officially back in style. Fanny packs. Mm-hmm. are back in style same so are uh overalls so yeah I, I don't have an answer and you're bringing them all back right basically the retrosexual does those things so everyone is welcome finally anthony what is your go-to karaoke song ice ice baby mm, that's right baby yeah all right thank you so much for being part of a shot of wrestling and i look forward to seeing you in a ring very soon hell yeah Hey baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh my. And maybe you seem a bit confused, yeah baby, but I got you pinned. Ha 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night everybody.